welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm X. Oh, what? I've had a rebrand this week. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I will then. now be known as X. Going forward, it's the X and Harding Sound System. Don't love it. I do. Yeah, but just to remind you, the whole reason why we picked this was because Bailey and Harding's like Bayless and Harding, like the soap. Mm, it's a mindset thing. It's like, you'll get used to it. What? You'll get used to it. You'll get used to just me being X. I'll tell you what, I won't get used to it because every time I go to open Twitter on my bloody phone, I still type twi. No, 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 no. X. Every time you go to open X. No. It's not It's stick. definitely working. Do you know what I'm loving about that? The fact that every single news outlet in the UK and probably the world, you might know this, is still referring to it as Twitter. The BBC referring to it, everyone's referring to it as Twitter. Everybody is. It's like, they're like, no, mate, we're referring to it as Twitter. I'm loving watching it roll out, but I've decided to rebrand myself with X. So that's what you're going to call me this for this podcast. See if it catches on. Okay. I'm sure it will. Okay. Right then. Right. Well, X, this is episode 11. It is legs eleven. Is it still episode eleven, or are we rebranding? It's that? episode X. It would actually be X one, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's episode eleven. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. X one. X I. Yeah. And yeah. um, funny, you should say legs eleven. We went to the bingo on Sunday night. It was a charity bingo to raise money for defibrillators. What a life Anna Harding lives. <laughs> Didn't win. We were struck by how bloody sexist the bingo go callers are because it's like oh 88 two fat ladies we've decided to rebrand that instead of the number yeah. eight being a fat lady or 88 being two fat ladies they're now vertical ball bags vertical ball bags right i want you how many numbers are there in bingo 100 90 90 i need you to come up with the alternative woke <laughs> Bingo oh. callers sheet. Does 66 bag of dicks count? Is that woke? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it, it's a bit sexist though. Well, yeah, no, we're flipping it. This is the this is the smash the patriarchy bi- okay. bingo. <laughs> smash the patriarchy bingo. Okay, amazing. I love it. Number eight, no hate. That's woke. Vertical ball bag. Vertical ball bag. No Single. <laughs> okay. And there we have the title <laughs> for the podcast in <laughs> three minutes. Okay, let's do. Vertical ball bag is all I can think about. What's the how, what's the other what's the opposite of a vertical ball bag? A horizontal one. Uh, oh yes, a horizontal one. An infinity sign. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> or X. <sighs> <laughs> no. Can we get on with what we're supposed to be doing, which is win, win, get the bin. Yeah. Go on. What's your win? My win. I've not been running for uh, today is my uh, eighth ninth day of not running. Not been running. Why? I've just not been doing it. What? It's a massive win. It's a win for me. Because I think that we spoke about this last week after my Brecken's debacle. I am reassessing my relationship with running. Me and running are on a bit of a break because we need a bit of space from each other. Because me and running have been seeing way too much of each other because we love each other very much, but we're suffocating each other. So I'm like, no, we're going to have a break. I haven't had a break where I actually haven't done any running at all, not one bit, for about, I don't know, two years since I had that horrible mental health breakdown and I just thought you need to have a rest man like to have a reflect and a rest a proper physical rest so I have been walking my bozo baby pie and I have been away 
uh, doing the second edit on the book. So I was like, I'll fill it up. I'm going to fill this time. I would be running up with good stuff that I need to get done and doing mm. lots of work on the um, ultra awesome brand and stuff and all that sort of boring stuff. And it's been quite difficult because obviously you're used to having it in your life and I love it, but it's been super good for me. And it's only now that I'm actually starting to feel a little bit better. Like as in not just bone tired all the time. So the the challenge now is, is to get mm. to the end of this week without going mental because I suddenly am like oh, okay, running. Yeah, go running. and uh I am going running today with the dogs but I'm going to the reserve for a four five mile jog throwing sticks and just enjoying myself in the rain and that's it mm. and I'm gonna do a couple of those this week and then next week I'm gonna go to I'm in Cornwall for a week having a lovely holiday with my sister and that is where my joy for it will be reborn because I love it there so we're going down to right to the bottom little foot bit to Pendine and nice. St Justin Senan and that's where my I love that's what I love so I'm like I think I'll be able to just go out no pressure no training plan no nothing just proper enjoy myself so I'm really pleased with myself it's a massive win I think to be able to just go stop and not and take that pressure off and not be like I'm gonna lose my fitness I'm gonna die I'm gonna get fat it's like hey you know yeah. you're just gonna stop you're gonna reassess yeah I'm in the middle of the reassessment I shall let you know what I can food nice I'm very happy very Good. happy Good. What's your, what's your win? My win is on Saturday, I made four new running friends. Friends! Four new running friends. Now, I'm going to caveat this by saying they don't know they're my friends, but you know when you're out running and someone actually waves to you and you wave back? Anna's waving like she is Lequen. Lequen. With a beautiful manicured hand, like Camilla waving from a car. Yeah, no, I feel like when a runner, a fellow runner, waves to you from like the other side of the trail or whatever, um, that's it, your friends for life. You have made actual running friends. Right. How many friends have you got in real life, really? Mm, You. Okay. I think friends (laughs) is a strong word. I'd more use, I'd use work colleagues for that. Colleagues. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then none. <laughs> okay, so now, have you spoken to this friend? No. And where's the other friends? The other three? Are they wavy? Are they wavy too? Wavy. Yeah, yeah, wavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wavy. If somebody waves to you, if someone waves to you when you're on a run, you are then friends for, for life. Okay. Has, has this all happened in the same area? Yeah. In Bradgate Park in Leicestershire. On the same day? On the same day. On the same run. Do you maybe think that they were... They were all in it together for a dare or something. Ah, do people not wave to you when you run? No. They wave with a funny wave, like one finger, ah. middle finger. They wave a bit like that. I think that says me. more about you than it does about me. I'm actually, yeah, I'm quite surprised that they were waving. Did they not say anything? Were you on the other side of the river or something? Yeah. They looked like you. Other, yeah, just other side of the road, other side of the trail. Yeah. Right. I love it. Okay, yeah. the next stage. Do you run there a lot? No, so I took myself off down to Bradgate Park. Um, there's Beacon Hill and the Outwards because I needed a hilly long run. I mean, I only managed to get like 700 or so 650 metres of vert in and it was still quite hilly. Um, yeah. I love it. But next, the next thing is to talk to them yeah. with your voice. Yeah. So just I, was listening to the, I was listening to the playlist. I was listening to the playlist. Oh, sound of long bloody farts came on during my run as well. Oh, I've got a story about that later. I've got a story about that later. Um, Uh, So yeah, that's my win. Okay, great. New friends. Can we see if we can get hold of their names? And also, 
if you don't talk to them, you can't tell them to listen to the podcast because that will take our listenership from oh. eight to about 12 people. If I know. Maybe. Oh, I was thinking about this as well. I Because I'm out like running a lot around like running pl- places where there are other people running. And so are you. Like maybe we should get an ultrasound system podcast T-shirts made so it says it on our backs. So then yeah. people know. Environment. I'm not making T-shirts. But I'll tell you what I will no. make. Buffs. But I've got a T-shirt and I could iron it on the, the letters. Is that okay? That's a good yeah. idea. There you go. When I worked in music, I had to come up for ideas for merch. One of my ideas was for running vests, like, you know, the nice running vests you get for the Prodigy, mm. because the Prodigy were all quite into running, that said on the back, oh, wow. if you're behind me, it's because I'm listening to the Prodigy. And I just thought it was oh. genius. They never did. That's great. They never, did they? No, they never did it. Oh. And that's probably why nobody knows who the Prodigy are. They never sold <laughs> any records. That's <laughs> love it yeah um, that's great. great i love your What's... new friends please get their names Thank and you. also if you are those friends that have been waving at anna please do let us know thank you and also if you also are a fellow running waver um and that means that you're friends and you agree with me like let me know i think it's when great. i was a child we used to play this game in the car on long car journeys me and my two little brothers um or tormentors as they were otherwise known uh called mm-hmm. wavy man or elton john and we used to wave out the back of the car window like i'm waving and if they waved back, they were a wavy man. And if they didn't, they were Elton John. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they were Elton John. Does Elton John famously not wave? I don't know. I don't know why they were called an Elton John. Uh, and also, my brothers used to, if they did wave back, my brothers had a picture that they cut out of a tabloid newspaper of um, Ross Kemp's face when he was in EastEnders that they put onto a kebab stick. <laughs> and people waved. They dip their head down. They would put Ross Kemp's face on, Grant Mitchell, and then they'd look at them again. And see what happened. Brilliant. They probably crashed their car. I don't know why we did this. <laughs> I don't know why we did this. Quite, quite What's disturbing. your grim? Oh, oh, my grim is I've not been running. Ah, uh, I see what you did it's there. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I've just not. I've not been running, and it's difficult and hard, and it's difficult to control myself. And um, but it is for the it's for the greater good. Mm. Uh, and um, also like I've been finishing off my book. I know I keep talking about it, but it's taking over my life, and it will be done soon. And. Uh, and I've been thinking about this idea of being an addict and and people saying running is an addiction when mm. actually running isn't an addiction. Running is a choice because an addiction is something that you can't stop doing that is detrimental to your health. Mm. But then I was like, but you, but it was becoming detrimental to your life. So is it an addiction? So maybe that's a question to ask people if they think it's an addiction. The problem is that addiction is a very serious topic and addiction is an illness. Yeah. And so I don't want to make it a light thing, but I it's just a wrap. It's just rattling around in my head. But the thing is, I actually, if we're going to like get to quickly to the long and the short of it, don't believe it is an addiction because I have to try really hard with running. I have to make myself do it. It's not just yeah. like a thing that I just do. But maybe yeah. for some people it is. I don't know. Anyway, my grim is I haven't been running. But I will be running again soon, but I'm not going to force myself. So it's kind of grim, but it just is nothing that bad has happened to me this week, to be honest with you. That's the worst thing that's happened. Oh, Pickle tried to roll in a dead seal on the beach. Oh. That, was, that was pretty grim. You don't want your dog rolling in a dead seal. I wonder if it smells more fishy than like, you know, like when they roll in dead rabbits and stuff, maybe. Oh, she found a dead rabbit rolling on the beach as well. It was it was the greatest day. That's that take that song was written about that day for pickle. A dead rabbit on a beach. Yeah. You got the beach, you got the rabbit, you got the rolling. She rolled in a jellyfish. She rolled in an old fish. She Mm. tried to roll in this seal. But if they roll seals are like sheep. When they die, they fill up with air. And if a dog rolls on them, they will explode. So you don't want to do that. So yeah, that's my grim. It's not that grim. What's yours? 
I haven't really had anything bad happen to me apart from the fact that on said long run on Saturday, I got quite ouchy. What do you mean? So uh, my my right hamstring has been the bane of my life since circa 2018 when I was training for Berlin Marathon the first time. And every so often it rears its ugly head. Now, I have noticed during the training block of joy, of which I'm now on week eight. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Train and block of joy, train and block of joy, train and block of joy. Week eight. I've noticed that actually my ouchy hamstring hurts the most when I'm going uphill, which for a hilly 100 kilometre is annoying. So I've booked in with the physio, mm-hmm. um, which arguably I should have done sooner and I meant to and I've like I've done that thing where I've gone on the website I mean I, I work out of the L- of like LMC which is the physio practice I work out of their studio twice a week so I don't really have an excuse to not book it but I went on their website to book a few times and then either got distracted or was like I can't find a time that works and haven't booked in so I haven't actually seen the physio at all during this training block yet okay i'm going to call you a bellend now because i don't I think you're a bellend i see my sports massage man adrian once every six weeks without fail it's always booked in. once every yeah. six weeks yes i know i know and so i'm booked in um to go and see to that but basically yeah my grim is just like you know just those creeping thoughts that come into your head when something's a bit ouchy when you're in training for something and you're like oh God, if it hurts like this now, what's it going to be like, like down the line? And I know I need to get it sorted. And like, you know, do I rest? Do I do this? What, what do I do? And maybe you're, you just get all those thoughts, don't you? But maybe that's the reason you haven't booked in because your brain at the back and your mindset is like, don't book in because he might tell you there's something wrong with you. Don't book in because he might tell you there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Don't book in because he might tell you there's something wrong with you. Maybe. I see what, uh, yeah, I do see what you're saying. But also, like, I, I don't mind, like, obviously it wouldn't be the best thing if they're like, you're injured. But I think the thing is, as with most physios, they're not there to just ruin your day and spoil your fun and tell you that you can't run just on a whim. Like, they'll do everything that they can to keep you moving. Some some um, do, but some are literally what no. you've just explained. Mine do, yeah. mine do anyway. Don't, if you are, if you um, need to see a physio, go and see physios who understand running and endurance sport. Like mine are all like triathletes. Exactly. Don't flip in, take, it's the sucker therapist, a physio. You've got to find the one that's right for you. I.e. the one that gives you the advice you want. But in all seriousness, (laughs) it's, I've had a couple of clients who are like, my physio told me this. I'm like, I think that's absolute bullshit. Go and get a second opinion. Mm. And they do go and get a second opinion. And it's different because like you say, some physios just deal with like, elderly people people recovering from accidents people who are like who don't want to do this who don't do this exercise stuff and who don't it's it's not on their radar and others deal with deal with sports people and I think getting someone that's in sports people is key absolutely key so yes good work 100 percent, 100 percent. so yeah my grim just is that like it's that annoying something hurts it's a bit ouchy I did I cut my long run short which is just annoying I don't like to do that Mm -hmm. obviously um however I'm going up to the lakes this week I don't want to go too much into detail about it because it'll be my win next week because I fucking love them yeah she also doesn't want people waving at her or following her (laughs) no I do lots of waves please what I'm going to be doing in the lakes is like and often almost so what I want to do I'm going off piste from the training plan of the training block of joy 
because draining block of joy, draining block and joy, half piste. So, uh, because this is the the weekend that I have available to go up and go and do some wrecking and stuff, what I'm going to do is like the penultimate 10k, so the penultimate climb, and then the last 10k as well. So I'll have done the last 20k of the 100k race, which will invariably be in the dark when I do it. So I feel like this is good nav practice and Mm -hmm. like just knowing what's what's coming practice. But also then in the afternoons, once I've done that, then go and go on some like long hikes. So just being tired and using my legs, but also not overloading what could be like just a bit of an ouchie. When are you seeing physio before or after you go to the Lakeys? After. Okay, cool. So yeah, I, that's what that's really good. And also the other thing people seem to forget in ultras is that they do run a lot or they do walk a lot. So hiking is a different set of muscles. It's really good yeah. to practice hiking and it's really good to practice it yeah. tired. So yeah. I think that's banging. Yeah. And I like it. It's like a training block of joy, extra Easter egg type present. Indeed. Is that your grim? Is that no, is that your grim? What is that? My ouchie's my grim. Oh, yeah. okay. What should get in the bin? I don't I don't I don't have one. Good. Because have... mine is enough for both of us. Oh, God. Mine is something that has been annoying me for about a year. Mine is motivational water bottles. Motivational fucking water bottles. Look at my water bottle. Here it is. Look at it. Now, my water bottle is two litres. People take the piss out of it. I don't care. I'm hydrated. You take the piss after it. I do take the piss after and during it. Now, the thing is, right, I look for one that didn't have motivational fucking words on it because I don't want to be, I don't, it just pisses me off. It's not how life is. My, my is patronising. Mine says on it, 8am, ready to go. 10am, hydrate yourself. 12pm, keep going. 2pm, shoot for success. 4pm, keep it up. 6pm, almost there. 8pm, well done. Fuck off. It's water. <laughs> it's a basic thing that we do. I don't need that. So And, and I've searched for one that is as decent as this one. That doesn't have words on it. It's even got on it. Stay hydrated. We wish you and your family good health. Fuck off. You're a water bottle. It doing my head in. And everywhere I go and everything I do, people have got motivational water bottles. So I think that for the poddy, we should create some unmotivational water bottles or some realistic water bottles because that is not how life is. Right. I understand where you're coming from. I have a water bottle that's plain. It hasn't got any of that bullshit on it. It's two litres. But is it a two? Is it? Is it plain? Where did you get it from? Amazon. Right. Well, go and get it and get a Sharpie because I'm going to give you some nice things to write on it that are better and more realistic than this. And the way I've done this is I've gone onto my favourite Instagram account and disappointing affirmations and I've worked out what I would rather read on my water bottle. Okay. So. Okay. 8am. Fuck it, the bare minimum is good enough for today. Write that on there. 8 a.m. Fuck it, the bare minimum is good enough for today. Okay. okay? Because that's sometimes how we feel most yeah. of the time. Yeah. 10 a.m. You're exactly where you're supposed to be because you've made some fucking bad decisions. That can go at 10 a.m. Just to remind you exactly where you're supposed to be, the result of your own decisions. 12 p.m. Things happen for a reason. You, you're the problem. Perfect. Okay. So at 2 p.m., this too shall pass. And then some other bullshit will come along. It never fucking ends. We'll put that there at 2 p.m. At 4 p.m., I've written, don't give up. But I've put a full stop after don't. So it says, don't give up. Perfect. That's much better. <laughs> 6 p.m., you are more than enough. Full stop. 
dial that shit back. <laughs> and then 8pm, this is as good as it gets. Full stop. What a fucking nightmare. So I, that's the disappointing affirmations version of my water bottle, which I'd much, which I'd enjoy much more because it's realistic. And at the end of the day, it's giving you all it's it's like giving you all these props and all you're doing is one human basic thing drinking water it's like a snowflake fucking validation system right i understand what you're saying however as someone who works with what they call in the biz gen pop which is general population what is oh i thought it was, it was like gen z or gen I like Gen Pop. Gen Pop. They sound like people that just have grown up listening to pop music. <laughs> General population. When I do client calls, when I uh, do like the screening stuff before we onboard and stuff, one of my first questions about lifestyle is how much water did you drink? And look at you drinking your water. Keep going. Ready? Go! Exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long before I'm going to get. Maybe I'll get to shoot for success. Maybe I'll be four hours ahead of what's supposed to be. Oh, it's so exciting. Anyway, go on. Talk about gem pop. When I ask how much water do you drink, most of them say none. Pardon? Uh, pardon? None. I'm like, how are you still alive? <laughs> water. Water, water is the essence is, of life. Water is the of life. And life is the essence of beauty. We've said this before. <laughs> it was right. I know. So. None. So there's one like. Yeah, none. There's one lady in this class that I do who does not drink water. I always give my class a break between sets and whatever, and I'll go drink some water. And I said to this one woman one time, have you not brought any water with you? It's like 35 degrees outside. Oh, no, I don't drink water. No, no, I'm trying to give up. And I was like, you must drink water. She was like, no, I only drink like Vimto. Or pop. And I was like... Other cordials are available, but Vimto's hardcore. Vimto's like the vodka of, of squash. It's hard. Hard liquor. I know. I was like, please just bring some squash with you. If it's not water, bring some squash. Anyway, I have managed to turn her into a water-drinking human being. And she's bought a motivational water bottle. Did she bought it because it's a motivational water bottle? Or did she buy a water bottle with motivational quotes on it? I think... I Ask will. Her. I'll report back. Ask her she's seeking validation from a plastic object. <laughs> you are so cross about them. <laughs> You're so cross. I hate them. I just don't want them. And like my even my PT, who is a built like a brick shit house, that man. He's 25 years old, man child. He's got a powder pink one that says things on it like, go you, go you. Oh, look at you. And I'm like, just give me a water bottle with either something funny written on it or nothing written on it. Like mine, please. Like mine. Anyway. Yeah, like yours. Uh, what do you think about motivational water bottles, everybody? Would you buy a water bottle that said things like, don't, full stop, give up on it? I think I you think would. I think I might make some. <laughs> uh, it's not great for the environment, Ali. What? A reusable water bottle is great for the environment. Why can't I have T-shirts with the pod on then? Because T-shirts are bad for the environment. Because you, <gasps> because they are. That's just the rules. Your the rules bottle's the rules. made out of plastic. The facts are the facts. Are you going to wear a t-shirt all the time? Yeah. Yes, you are, aren't you? Never going to Never okay. going to We'll look at making it. some t-shirts. We'll ask Shimitar. Shimitar, if they're going to make, if they'll make us some t-shirts, because they use nice recycled fabrics. Shimitar. Uh, hey, man, have you looked at the podcast playlist recently? 
No, uh, I've it's listened great. to it. I listened to it on Saturday. It was great. You had a nice time. Were you bopping along? I was. I was bopping along until my hamstring gave up. And then you were popping, popping along. Uh, you've not added much to it. I've noted. I've been noting. I don't. Did I add anything last week? I don't think I, I did. Too busy listening to it. Sorry. Um, I was listening to it the other day, right? And uh, I and that song came on that we actually talked about very briefly before the Florence and Dizzy Dirty Love song. Right. <laughs> I was crying laughing because <laughs> she sounds unstable. Dizzy what? is. This is but what I want to do later in the pods when you're reading out story, I'm going to Florence you <laughs> if you're reading out story. So because all she is doing in the background is like <laughs> this he's doing is like and it's all really great. And then there's this old woman. It sounds like an old woman in the back being like you get falling over. Yeah, get yeah. And it's like stop. It's like, do you remember the nineties? Mariah Carey used to out try and out warble everybody wherever she was. It's yes. like that, and I was just, yeah. I just had this image of Dizzy stomping around the stage on Glastonbury and her desperately trying to get attention in the background, popping up like a jack in the box. Imagine if in real life people did this during conversations. <laughs> yeah, just put it in. <laughs> it would be amazing. Uh, so watch yourself, because I might try and Florence she. Uh, at some point um also i added uh crazy for you by let loose because it's yes oh my god that's so good it... i saw a story of you singing to it and i was like oh my god i haven't heard this song for ages well one of my other wins is i've been off social media for a week the only so the only mm-hmm. social media i've been doing is uh the ultrasound system pod stuff because that's so work for me it doesn't and i'm not looking at anything i'm just putting it up answering people that's it maybe for like one minute a day my screen time is mm. down 45 percent this week and i'm so proud of myself it's great because i just so i've just good. instagram's been just fucking doing my head in i'm not using it for the right reasons like, yeah. i'm not running for the right reasons so i'm like no not not at the moment but I was driving in my car. I was driving in my car and Radio 2 was on, as it always is. Yeah. And it was Wonder Years with Scott Mills. And yeah. oh my God, he played uh, Let Loose Crazy For You. And I had to pull over into an estate because I have to tell everyone about this because they've all forgotten about Let Loose. This is an emergency pickle. It's an emergency. Ooh, ooh, let's pull over. So I did pull. I turned it up to like 11. I pulled over. There was a bloke in his front garden and he just looked at me and nodded at me like that. And then he went back in his house. Uh, he knew. He knew about Let Loose. <laughs> I have to tell everybody about Let Loose. And the reception, I got to it, was mixed. Yeah. Was mixed. It was oh, mi- mixed reception. Some people were like, that's a load of old shit. But I, I was like, well, you, my friend, are wrong. And I stuck it straight on the plate. Good. Yes. I love that. Love that. Yeah, no. And the other one I've added today, yeah. I'll let you talk in a minute. Woo! I'll, I'll stop Florence. Woo! <laughs> Is I feel for you by Shakira because Chaka-Kan, that was Chaka-Kan. on the radio and Chaka-Kan, it was like Shakira, but I was like, like I was like, this is a basically this is my new theme tune. I'm sorry, everybody, I have ruined that song for you. You won't be able to hear it, so. That's great. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I've been very quiet on the adding on the playlist front because I, I think I just, I, like you with running and reining it in, I felt like on the playlist I needed to rein it in after my little splurge of uh, pop punk. It, 
it was like you vomited. Hey, we've had a message about pop punk from Martin. Do you want to hear it? It's quite long. Uh, yeah. I'll play it to you. Okay. Hello, Ali and Anna. Hope you're both well. This is Martin, and I'm the guy who likes wearing tight tights. Um, I've just got back from my long Sunday run, and as usual, the last 10 weeks, uh, I've been accompanied by your angelic voices um, because I needed a new podcast, and there was nothing around. Obviously, a couple of the parkrun ones have ended now, and I needed something. I've tried some, and nothing was um, Get on with it, Martin. in my ears quite like I wanted. And then you two came along and totally changed my long runs. So thank you very much. Obviously, listen to episode 10. Um, a couple of things just wanted to mention. You have added some Punk Goes Pop to playlist. Love that. Punk Goes Pop is just one section of the Punk Goes collection. There's a lot of Punk Goes Pop, but they do Punk Goes Metal, Punk Goes Classic Rock, Punk Goes Crunk, Punk Goes Christmas, Punk Goes Christmas Deluxe, Anna, I know you'll love that. Punk Goes X, which I think is a rap version. Uh, Punk Goes 80s and Punk Goes 90s. I think there's 19 albums in total, so you'll have to add some more of those. Also, the um, dilemma towards the end of the pod. Part one, I hate them sending the t-shirts out too, because... Um, I entered a couple of races a few years ago and then I got very injured and didn't run for about eight months. So I have t-shirts to a race that I never went to and they're just, mm. unfortunately, sat in my drawer doing nothing. And I don't feel like I can wear them because I never even went, not even finished the distance. Um, and the guy, Stolen Valor guy, um, I don't think he should wear it. He didn't do it. He shouldn't wear it. it shouldn't It shouldn't be right. I think... Well, I know there is uh, some people out there who make duvets out of old race t-shirts and you can send it, send all your race t-shirts and they will square them up um, with the logos and then make you a massive like throw slash duvet out of it. That's one option. You're not wearing it, but you're not wasting the t-shirt. The other thing, get on Facebook to the event, just put a post, hey, picked up the wrong t-shirt, did anyone get the wrong size or does anyone want another one? And then offer it to someone oh, who God. did complete it. Therefore, no, no oh, song. No, um, thanks for listening to my TED talk. God, Martin, you should start you should start your own podcast. <laughs> right, let's talk about Stolen Valor here. Yeah, that's oh, it. No. A few minutes of a very important airtime, which we could have been talking about. Sakatert. That's what I mean. Stolen Valor, you've stolen our airtime. <laughs> right, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, amazing that there are 19 pop goes albums i can't wait for christmas is it christmas yet no but you i know what you're going to do after this you're going to go and you're going to be like right you're going to go out running you're going to be like pop goes christmas you're going to go to christmas mentalism because you like christmas whereas i am like the grinch so uh christmas time's gonna be fun everyone yeah she's she's actually run off she's run off she's got a little tinsel hat on she's put a little fairy wings on and she's like they've been a christmas room that's always there he loves christmas Whereas I don't. Got my little Christmas... Jig jig on. Oh. Little Christmas jig on. Um, uh, right. Yeah, so there are 19... Excellent. 19- what we don't want, obviously, is we're not going to make the playlist just be a compilation of all of those albums, but I'm sure there are some bangers in it. We will listen, though, and we will take the cream from the top, the best bits, and we will insert it into the... between Nestling between Let Loose and... Oh, there will be some 
punk pop goes Christmas stuff. You'll be inserting some cream. Lovely. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on to the stolen ballast stuff. So the episode, the dilemma, the man who ran 50K and had a 100K T-shirt given to him didn't know what to do with the T-shirt. And so Martin has given us some options there. Option one, make a duvet. Mm. No, no. Mm-hmm. it's not even a duvet they're like blankies and i've seen them yeah and like everybody's like yeah. oh you know it's like when your grandma makes something you're like, oh, that's so nice thank you so much and then you put it somewhere it will never be found again because you're never going to use it again because it smells weird it looks weird and it's just no so yeah, i get it I... I get it but it's more of a dog blanket than like something that you're yeah. going to put on your bed right yeah but also i think like i like i like my color schemes and stuff and like the mental colors of these weird rent like race t-shirts like one of the ones that i got the one that i got from the hottest 10k in the world ever the other week was like a luminous orange that nothing in my house goes with a luminous orange no. so i'm not putting i'm not putting soft furnishings out like that although there is someone at centurion who makes little teddy bears out of them which are quite cute he, they make little teddy bears out of the things so maybe a little teddy bear could work but anyway the point is I don't have teddy bears on my bed because I'm four, nearly 42 years old so that's not going to work either so thanks for that but no, no. the next time yeah next one. not for everyone no, not for everyone no. So the next option put it on Facebook for an old swapperoo I don't mind that that's environmentally friendly and I think that 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 could be an option however we've got a message. Oh, have we? Can mm. we read it? Yes. Because this this sort of feeds into this. It's like we planned it, Ali. Right. Here we go. It's start. Anna, Ali. Ali, Anna. I like that because they didn't want to yeah, put one of well, us first. They've got my name wrong. They've got my name wrong. X. My name is not Ali. Anymore. X. Oh, also, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> X, I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's going on. That is going on. Yeah, now. that's going on. For now, we'll let her use the name Ali. So that's fine. Ali, Anna, Ali, Anna, Anna, Ali, Ali, Anna, Ali, Anna. Yes, love it. Go on. Right. So X going to give it to you, DMX, just going on the playlist. So mm-hmm. I currently live and work in Saudi Arabia, but I race in the UK. I wish to seek guidance from the Ultrasound System Pod community. Your piece on Stolen Valor had me in a quandary. Is it morally corrupt of me to pay for my, my next race by eBaying my previous race's medal and shirt? What the actual <laughs> fuck? Wait, wait, wait. Am I failing the ethos of runners by allowing someone else to flounce around in an item of clothing they did not earn? Cheers. <laughs> who buys? Who would buy it? How much would you get for that? What about the medal? At the T-shirt, I'm like, yeah t-shirt maybe someone's maybe someone will buy the t-shirt that's like oh my t-shirt's worn out because i loved it so much i've worn it into the ground and that's all stinky i don't want to wear it anymore i've lost it like one of my friends lost all her baggage on the way back from run brit her shirt her shoes her medal everything so i can see from that angle if you've lost it or your house has burnt down Mm. that maybe you would want to buy it Mm. but really I need, I don't have an eBay account. Oh, so I do. I, I'll have a look. Do you? Please, can you have a look and see? Yeah. Just Google London Marathon medals. I bet. Oh, I so they, they always go up. But how London much? Marathon always does. But, all right. Or Marathon Disable medals. Just Google. London Just have a look. Just Marathon medal. What I'm is. What? Guess. Oh my God, your face. What? 
Guess. What, for London Guess. Marathon medal? Guess how much. Okay, yeah. I'm going to... I would say 15 quid. 15. One five. Incorrect. The average amount... I mean, they're obviously still on here, so they haven't sold. The average amount is 40 to 50 quid. Are you fucking joking me <laughs> hang on a minute everyone that's the sound of my holiday to the philippines i don't know i don't know whether i imagine what? london marathon commands a, a heftier price tag than like i don't know the centurion wendover woods 10 miler hey just google it just quickly just quickly have a look and see how much centurion 50 mile medal is or a centurion 100 mile buckle is this is fascinating okay but while you're googling that let me let's have a look at the conundrum I think if you've already earned that medal and that T-shirt and some bozo, or maybe not bozo because they might have lost theirs or that might have been burnt down in what people call a fire, then actually you're giving, they can have, then that's great because they can have their thing. And also you can, it's funny because you're literally playing the organisers because you're kind of like in a sort of pyramid scheme with the organisers where they're paying you to enter their race because you're selling their thing again. I think it's genius. Okay, why are you laughing? Oh dear, is, this sat, there isn't is, is one. it 1p? <laughs> But for £12.12p, 12 12p, oh. all best offer, you can buy the Yes Fit Virtual Running Fitness Challenge medal, Couch Potato No More, 50 miles. It's got a little couch potato with a dumbbell on the medal. For £12.12p. 12 12 <laughs> Plus £21 postage from the United States. Which one? Right, okay. So the thing is... You can like become a Walter Mitty type character because you can say you've done this stuff, but you haven't done it. Like <laughs> sometimes I think to myself, do you ever go into those weird vortexes of like what ifs? And I'm like, wouldn't it be a great story if it actually came to fruition that I'd never run a mile in my life ever and I'd made all of it up? And I was like some sort of like Walter Mitty character who the whole thing was a fucking lie. And I just bought all this stuff <laughs> and I just made it all up. And that wouldn't that make a greater, greater book? But then like, people look on run Britain rankings or also people see you yeah. in real life. And wave to you. You think they're waving at you. Someone sent me a thing. I was, oh, no, I was on Run Britannia. I was talking to this to one of my friends on Run Britannia. And her, she told me that her father-in-law was a real... Um, conspiracy theorist and so I went to this conspiracy theorist hole and there's people who actually genuinely believe that all ultramarathons are faked oh. all of them and if you go on the internet it's really funny to read because it's like there's a really there's loads of information about this there's groups that believe that you, that no human can actually run an ultramarathon and they're like it's all faked they get film crews they get actors and they film a bit at the start and then they film a bit then they take the actors to the car halfway round they film a bit of that they put some bits on youtube some bits on instagram um it's all faked and it's all there to make us feel the people that can't do these things or the people to make us feel like we can't do them, but actually no one can do them because the whole thing is a fake. Why do you think the Barclay Marathons don't let you film the whole thing? Why do you think UTMB doesn't film the whole thing? Why? It's like, okay. And these people are like adamant that all ultra running is fake. Oh my God. It's amazing. If you've got a spare two hours of your life, get in that hole because it is funny. And maybe start arguing with them because that's oh funny too. God. Because it's like, mate, when you're actually out in the middle of a 50 mile or a 100 miler, you know it's fucking real. It yeah. is so real. It's so fucking real. Um, but anyway, yeah, this has opened a whole new can of worms. I love it. I absolutely love yeah. it. But what about the conundrum? 
what do you think about the conundrum? About the stolen Valor T-shirt? Because she's giving the Valor. She's not stealing oh. the Valor. She's giving... No, she's giving the Valor. The medal and the... Like, she's giving the Valor. She's giving it to someone else. You've also assigned the listener as a she. I think this listener is a he. I thought you said it was a she. But I don't know that that makes a difference. Let's call them they. 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 Um, they. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong... I don't think there's anything wrong with it on the surface. I think I would question the morals of the person who bought it. However, here's another thing as well. Like maybe, so sometimes, so behind me, it's not a great, well, I'll have to describe it because obviously this is an audio medium, but behind me, I have my Berlin Marathon medal and my bib from the Berlin Marathon that I did where it was probably my slowest marathon ever and I literally crawled across the finish line. Um because it was a hard fought race and it was where I was supposed to qualify for Boston and it did not happen. But in my hallway, I have a beautiful like a six star medal holder with spaces mm-hmm. for like Boston, Chicago, Berlin, etc. Now it just so happens- You're gonna have to get a seven star one soon. Cause there's gonna be seven of the bastards. I know, but it just so happens that I have run Berlin twice. Because otherwise, if I wanted one on my seven, on my six, seven stars and one in my little box frame, but I'd only had one, you then have to make that decision. So if you wanted a spare one to like frame with your T-shirt and your bib, which like lots of people do when they do like London or whatever, then I would understand. But my question, I guess, because we don't have enough information about this, is what was your previous race and why are you so confident that you're going to actually get some money for it? Tell me what they, they said. They live in Saudi Arabia. And they race in? The UK. So what is it got to be? It's an art, it could be like, I'm trying to think of the most valuable medal for the UK. I'm thinking London like Mar- the Ark of Attrition. Madison. I'm thinking, no, or like the spine. Maybe it's like a spine. Right, finish a medal. Because they're hard to get hold of. Or maybe it's Ooh. like a... Yeah, yeah, like an arc buckle. Or maybe it's like a Lakeland 100 medal. That was this week. Well, actually, our man, I know who the man was. Yeah, I know. Our man on the, our man in the field with the, the original stolen yeah. Bala man, he ran Lakeland 50 at the weekend. I wonder what medal he took home. Oh. I wonder what T-shirt he took home. Yeah. I will investigate. I know who it is. Um, yeah, but the other thing is, can this dude get into contact and tell us what the medal is? Because I'd like to see what the market is for that. Because if it's going to be worth 500 quid, I'll do the race. Even if it is the whole spine. I'd do the whole spine if someone gave me 500 quid. Yeah, you're just recouping back some of the costs. It's the fact that I had to give them more than 500 quid. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to be out of pocket. <sighs> yeah. Um, but uh, plus my time, which is a whole week. And if we're going to do it on an hourly rate, I'm losing about one and a half grand at that point. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah, what medal was it? And also, let's just let's just be nice and just take a step back. Like you say, Anna, they could want to do the two framing thing, or they could have lost it in like yeah. luggage being lost, or they could have lost it in a fire, or they could just be like collecting medals for like some school play or something where everybody has to have a medal, or like it might be something might be for props for like a no. film. Like we don't know why people are buying these, do we? If you're buying them to prevent them in your house and you haven't done the race, you can fuck off. But any other reason, yeah, we just don't know. Do no. We? Just don't know. No. So let us know, man. And uh and I've got one more conundrum for you that someone sent me. Oh. Oh God. Go conundrum. on. What did you call this? Correspondence Corner. Correspondence Corner, yeah. Is that what's called? Yeah. I was gonna say our features did start off with little songs as titles, but that's 
fallen by the wayside. It has fallen by the wayside, but that's okay. It might come back. You just don't know. Keep mm-hmm. keep listeners yeah. on their toes. Um, Go on then. Okay, this person hasn't told me whether or not they want their name read out, but I'm not going to. Maybe don't then. It's from a lady woman. The the person with the eBay and the medals didn't tell me whether they wanted to stay anonymous or not, but I just I thought. Well, just this is from a late. This is from a lady woman. Go on. Hey guys, absolutely loving the podcast so far. Running conundrum for you. I went to get dressed for my long run this morning and discovered that all my underwear, 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 or underwear is dirty. I'm a massive chafage sufferer and I swear by underwear and copious amounts of anti-chafe to get me through anything more than 10k. So the conundrum is, do I hunt through my laundry basket yeah. for the least grim, dirty pair of underwear pants or do I run in regular pants and go nuts <laughs> on the anti-chafe and hope for the best? I've gone for option two. So she's been wearing frilly panties. Um, have I made the right call or am I in for a world pain later today? What would you do? I'll let you know the outcome later. Yeah. Um, yes. I said, please let us know. We'll put this to the listeners. I would have gone for option one because I'm disgusting. Yeah, 100%. So would I. Uh, no, I would 100% have gone for option one because, right, look, right. How bad have you soiled your pants? that you can't then put them back on for a second wear, unless you've shit yourself. Or you're on your period. Put... Or you're on your period. Or you've had like a um an accident, <laughs> a man accident. A little bit of weed them. came out. Like you saw a sex, like a sexy lady. You saw a sexy lady and you waved at her on your run and maybe a little bit of poofs oh. squirted out. I don't know, I'm not a man. I, I just think like, you can't have soiled your pants that badly because if you have, you're not putting them in the washing basket. They're going straight either in the sink or in the washing machine, aren't they? Or in the incinerator, yeah. in the fire pit outside. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't have soiled them that badly. You could put them inside out. I think with underwear, because there's no seams and stuff, you'd probably still get away with wearing them inside out. But I wouldn't even bother doing that. Like, just wear... wear... You're going to have I a either. shower afterwards, right? So Yeah, yeah. Underwear's very, very absorbent. It really is very absorbent. It dries quickly and it's absorbent. So I'm like, I would just do that. I'd pick them out the bin and put them on. Yeah, but you've now concerned me that they're they're that absorbent because if they're that absorbent, like, what the hell are they hanging on to? They're all your sweat exactly. and all of your fucking little Ugh. wee droplets and all of your little whenever you fart, little tiny crumbs of feces come out. All of that right. is hanging on to it. Like anyway, I said to her. This is what I would have done. And I made sure she knew it was from me because I was worried that you, she might think you were disgusting. But now she knows both of us are disgusting, so that's okay. Or <laughs> just good for the environment. It's just good for the environment to not wash your yeah. dirty pants all the time. She said, I was very close to choosing option one, to be honest. And if it had been a really long, long run, I would have. But it was only 10 miles, so I decided it was worth the risk. I was pretty much chafe free, which has now left me questioning my underwear evangelism. Oh. So it's put her into a quandary. Oh. But don't rest on your laurels. Honestly, I mean, I've got a lot of pants, a lot of running pants. Mm. I like my period pants, but my underwear pants are my favourites to run in. And if I don't have them at the start of a big ultra, they're like lucky, lucky pants. I get upset. Yeah. And also, I love the underwear bras for daily wear because um, they're really comfortable and uh, I don't like underwear. Yeah. So, underwear, sweaty Betty, if you're out there, send us some pants. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I would. Uh, what would you have done, listeners? I'm pretty sure I know what all of you would have done, and that is pull them out the fucking dirty washing and put them back on or you've not taken them off yeah. yet you're just rolling around in bed with the one disgusting oh my god um i've got one more piece uh, of information for you which readers might find interesting readers listeners readers do you remember last week when i said to you i'm gonna blow smoke up your ass yeah oh have you found where it came from 
yeah, listener, James, sent me this. It's disturbing. <laughs> oh, God. The origin of to blow smoke up someone's ass is the tobacco enema. Oh. In the 1750s to 1800s, the tobacco enema was used to infuse tobacco smoke into a patient's rectum for various medical purposes, primarily the resuscitation of drowning victims. What? A rectal tube inserted into the anus was connected to a fumigator and bellows that forced the smoke towards the rectum. The warmth of the smoke was thought to promote respiration. Tobacco smoke was thought to promote respiration, but doubts about the credibility of tobacco enemas led to the popular phrase, blow smoke up one's ass. Wow. I, but how do you go from a medical procedure to turning that into a metaphor for like praising? Because it someone? doesn't work. Because, because it doesn't work. Oh. So blowing smoke up someone's ass in this case doesn't work you're just you're just doing it for show and blowing smoke up someone's ass when you're like oh my god you're so great you're so brilliant that's like you don't mean it right you're just in it yeah i didn't mean it i didn't realize i didn't realize where smoke blowing smoke up your ass came from i just thought it was a phrase i did mean it oh my god she's crying oh my god she's taking off her headphones everybody she's throwing up my festival um no i did mean it but i won't say it anymore because you know you know when you say to her i'll stop blowing smoke up my ass and i didn't realize why you said that I thought it was like, oh, stop yeah. it. Oh, don't. Oh, stop. But it's no. not. It's you don't fucking mean that, you uh, motherfucker. But now we all know. Now we know right. we're education a nation. So I'm not going to use that term anymore. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a compliment now. And I would really like it if you accepted it because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Then I'm going to say my Okay. Things. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Sorted. Good. What an episode. What an episode. I've got one more correspondence and then you can do your little uh, plug for your how to get, well, to get everyone motivated for August. All right. Yeah. We had an email. Yeah. It's from a previous correspond- correspondent. Oh. Is it from a fan of the show? A friend of the show? Your son from Southdown Wales. Graham, my baby, my little bit. Graham's a grown man. <laughs> He's a grown man. He must be in his 30s. He's lovely, though. Okay. The only man I've ever seen run around that track with a pride flag. It was quite incredible. Oh. It was quite an incredible thing to witness. Um, I love that. Yeah, well done, Graham. He's an absolute dude. He's uh, really, really funny. He's just so funny. I ran the whole South Downs way with him, and he just made me laugh the whole way around. But also, he does a lot of work for the um, LGBTQ plus runners in Brighton. So um, I can't actually... Oh, cool. Like no, front runners. No, not it's. I can't remember what the group's called. You, you do your story, and I'll find out for you because I forgot what the group's called because I'm a terrible human being. Go on. So, Graham has an alter ego. Graham is actually our old mate from way, way back towards the beginning of the podcast. He says hi, Alan, uh, Alan, Annie, Alan and Annie, Alan and Annie. Love it. Oh, I used to hate being called Annie. Hi, Ali and Anna. Apologies, I'm only just getting back up to speed with the podcast and spat my tea out when you read my email. So I hope you're not drinking tea at the moment, Graham, because you'll have spat it out all over again. Graham, our friend, is here with Chutney. What? Yeah. So the Earwig Chutney is a reference from a sketch by my favourite comedian, Eddie slash Susie Izzard, who talks about how it is that bees are the only insect to make food. Why don't earwigs make chutney or spiders make gravy? Funnily enough, no one else wanted the email address email uh, earwig chutney when I registered it. 
And yes, I have applied for jobs with it before. People don't forget it easily. Thanks for adding my song and for all the laughs. Graham, your son from South Downsway 100 Alley. Winky face. I'm flabbergasted that there you go. bees are the only insects that make food. That make food? Yeah. Well, yeah, because like vegans don't eat honey, do they? Like proper vegans, because it's like um, slave labour for bees, isn't it? Is that why they don't eat honey? Yeah. Slave labour for bees. Slave labour for bees. The pay deal for bees is completely unfair. And so I'm taking a stand and I'm standing at the picket line and saying, no, honey, the bees are not getting paid for honey. I'm not sure that's why people are vegan. (laughs) But if it is why you're vegan, keep in touch. Um, (laughs) No, I don't mean that's why people are vegan. I just mean that's why vegans don't eat bees, not bees, uh, honey, because it's slave labour for bees. But um, yeah, there would be other animal-based made products that vegans can't eat otherwise. And I can't think of any others other than... Some people don't eat avocados because they say that avocados are made by insects. That's bullshit. Because of the pollination systems. But if you're going to go that far... Oh, not fucking eat anything. Fuck off. Then you can't eat tomatoes. Oh, there we go. I knew I'd get this out of her. I knew I, this would get, I knew this, what? you and your anti, your anti-veganism. I knew it would come out. <laughs> no, no, I'm not anti-vegan. I am not anti-vegan. I just think, no, I'm not even getting into it. I'm not getting into it. You do you, hun. You, my dad sent me a oh, message. I'm not going to go into that. We're not going to go into that at all. But my son, <laughs> uh, Graham, he... Earwig chutney, little earwig, the little chut chut. He, uh, yeah, I love him. He's amazing. Go and um, find out uh, more about the uh, LGBTQ stuff he does in Brighton with running. I can't remember what it's called. And my Facebook's not. It must be the front runners. I just want to get it's the same name as those ASICs front runners. It probably is front runners. They wear purple t-shirts. Does that make that make it? Is that helpful? Oh, are they specifically an LGBT group? Brighton and High front runners. It is. Yeah, it is the front runners. Yeah. I know my group. You do know your groups. Um, and they do these really fun run weekends. If I didn't live like hundreds and hundreds of miles away, I'd definitely go down and do them because they look amazing. The other day they did a park run with a drag queen, which looked absolutely incredible. Stop it. Oh, oh my God. Speaking of drag queens in nature and park runs and things and running, have you ever come across on um, social media uh, a drag queen called Patagonia? No. Patty. Patagonia. Okay, we're on it. Now I know... I, I know you're taking a little social media break from posting your own stuff, but you can have a little peruse. She is phenomenal. Hilarious. Is this an Insta thing? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm loving it. Oh, I'm going to have a look at it. my God. All you listeners, go find Patagonia. Uh, it's just the best account ever. There's just loads of real life, nice like mountain shots and then just the most ferocious drag queen you have ever seen. I was hoping that she would take take the piss out of all those people who like that I'm now calling tits in tarns. You know, the people that go up to the mountains and like, oh. like what she did? Wearing fucking Anne Summer's underwear with their nipples hanging outside. And I'm like, that's not wild swimming. No. That is porn. <laughs> what you're doing there is you're not encouraging people to get out wild swimming. You're encouraging people to follow you because you Sorry, everyone. I feel quite strongly about these accounts. You're not empowering anyone except your fucking like. Oh my god! How fierce is that? Patagonia is an absolute legend. I want to look like that on the Wait. hill. Why don't I look like that on the yeah. hill? Because Patagonia is goes and does effort. photo shoots on the hill for purposes of just the lols, really. 
oh my god I'm so excited about following this account it looks so good it's so oh my good. god I'm it's loving so it yeah yeah that's the way to wear some boots oh my god sorry everybody <laughs> Start watching it. you can hear it <laughs> right you can do that when we finish we're gonna wrap up wrap it up wrap it up wrap it up hey if you guys are lacking your motivation you need some fun to get to the motivation station i'm gonna plug my facebook group which is called ultra awesome it's on facebook now every month we have a challenge this month's challenge is quite good this august month because i've given people 48 things to find it's like a scavenger hunt but not mm. and they've got a bingo card you can print it out and they're fun mm. things and i think for people struggling with motivation get involved Go over there and there is a prize. And the prize is this. I'll show you what the prize is. It's a great big community member of the month award. Look at that, Anna. Oh, it's beautiful. It's wood. Beautiful. It's wood. been, oh, it's been uh, handcrafted by Paul Alban. Oh, go yeah. We've And um, yeah, so if you want to do that, do that. And the, oh, talking of Paul Alban, uh, we are still going to be at that big bear event in november it is still <laughs> called the rabbit challenge and we still have a 10 i need to sign up yes you do we have still have a 10 percent discount code and that discount code is sack of turds all one word sack of turds and you get 10 percent off big bear events dot big bear events dot net uh rabbit challenge go sign up we're going to be there it's going to be great next week we will bring you some stuff which we haven't planned yet but will probably be funny um so yeah that's it <laughs> Um, next week I do well I'll be uh, regaling you with tales of uh, fun in the Lake District and I have got two emails in correspondence corner that we haven't had time to get to and I will be regaling you with tales from the Cornish Wonderland that is Cornwall uh, and uh, the embarrassing things that I've done to try and get men's attention down at Godrevy with my dog oh no it's me and my sister together oh no oh Double no threat. hang on wait are you, are you just going down there because the tasty little nugget was wearing the no Cornish no no top? definitely not Ali nope nope right it's just coincidence well behave yourself try to get arrested pay those bees a fair wage <laughs> behave behave pay <laughs> your bees better deal for bees um and then <laughs> uh, we'll leave you with this question if you are a plant-based runner Ian um if bees were paid a fair wage would you eat honey I love you. Bye. Bye-bye.